is up still studying. Happy Monday, November 29, 2021, episode number 164 of the study session. I am your host here, Jeremy Ritz, on the session, bringing you some Pittsburgh Steelers football talk here after a brutal, brutal 41-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to get into that here in a moment, but want to take this opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being supporters of the Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me, so my gratitude to you. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steeler Saturday mailbag where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show and would love to do that for you this coming weekend. And also be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday, that's tomorrow, at 5 a.m., the wee hours of the morning, and we post between 6 and 6.15 a.m. There's an audio and video component of the podcast, so be sure to check that out. Jim has been covering the Steelers since 1995. He is a wealth of Steelers insight and information. And it's just great doing that work with him. And I can't wait to hear his take on this game tomorrow. But until then, let's talk 41 to 10. 41 points surrounded by the Steelers to the Cincinnati Bengals. And the week before, they gave up 41 points to the Los Angeles Chargers. So over a two-game span, the Steelers have given up 82 points. Had you told me at the beginning of the season or even in the offseason that the Steelers would give up 82 points in two games, back-to-back games, I would tell you you are out of your mind. But it's on paper. It's documented for posterity. It is the truth. It is factual. The offense, which played well the week before, at least it did in the fourth quarter, only mustered up 10 points. Ben Roethlisberger looked like his poorly performing self from earlier in the season. He threw two interceptions, one that went for a touchdown. And to sweeten the brutality and the injury of it all, that pick six was made by one Mike Hilton. And generally, across the board at every level, if you want to start on the offense, if you want to talk offensive line, they were abhorrent. If you want to talk wide receivers outside of Deontay Johnson, they were not good. Pat Freyermuth had a few nice receptions and a tremendous touchdown catch. We can give him props for that. Ben Roethlisberger was deplorable. Najee Harris wasn't given opportunities for whatever reason. I don't know if that's just a lack of faith in the line or the game just got out of hand so quickly that they abandoned and bailed on the run. But you could see visibly the frustration from Harris yesterday and his body language. 
And then you flip over to the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line. Not named Cameron Hayward. Not good. The inside linebackers. I don't know if I've seen such a poor tandem of outside linebackers. I don't know what happened to Devin Bush because he did play well there prior to his injury. That is probably the most mysterious decline I've ever seen in a player. But he needs to get off the field. He's a liability. He's lollygagging out there. And Joe Schobert, he's been serviceable, but by no stretch is he the physical, aggressive-minded inside linebacker that we're used to for the Pittsburgh Steelers. An outside backer, T.J. Watt, you could tell, was still working to come back from that injury. He wasn't 100%. Highsmith had moments of shine. He almost had a pick in the backfield on that screen, but that didn't come to fruition. No sacks. He was just okay. We need to see more from him. And the secondary, sure, Minka Fitzpatrick had an interception, but I thought across the board the secondary was just flat out bad. There's no other way to put it. And James Pierre, a lot of excitement and enthusiasm about him this offseason, but he proceeded to get burnt again against the Bengals. This time by T. Higgins. He got burnt in the first game, if you'll remember, by Jamar Chase. And he's a young guy. I don't want to give up on him too much. And again, let me preface all this by saying I'm not going to sit here and say the sky's falling, that they need to completely blow the entire team up and start over. They don't need to do that. That's the narrative that you're going to hear everywhere because that's going to get clicks. I don't think that's necessary, but yeah, we, we know and we knew coming into the season that there are a lot of positions where changes need to be made. And this game revealed that even more. But the most concerning thing for me about this contest is while the Steelers have shown to be a gritty, resilient group that fought and clawed the entire 60 minutes and battled and stayed in games, I didn't see that yesterday and not that they quit it just looked like they were outclassed and whenever they got down in that early hole it's like they had no response or plan of attack to get back into the contest it was highly disappointing highly frustrating and now the Steelers are 5-5-1 and to be honest the reality of them making the postseason is made that sh- that much more difficult. And here's the other part. Even if they do get into the, the postseason, if they're going to play like that, if they're not going to be able to maintain that gritty, ugly winning unit that we saw during that four-game win streak, then they're better off not making it and wasting everybody's time and getting everybody's hopes up. Because I will tell you this, their remaining schedule, there is going to be no let up. And the hits keep coming and they come again this Sunday at 425. It's the first go round with the Ravens. There's no time to sit and sulk and pout 
you got to dust yourself off and admit and acknowledge you just got your ass kicked and be ready to go again. Because that's what happened. The Steelers got flat out punched dead in the mouth. They got beat up. And now they've got to regroup and get back out there on Sunday. And every team is entitled to a bad game. It just turns out that this Steelers team has not been playing well. If you look at that three-game losing streak, you look at that tie against the Lions, we knew that this was a possibility, an inevitability, that potentially this would come. And everything that could go wrong yesterday went wrong. And Think of this. When's the last time where everything that could go right went right for the Steelers? When's the last time they had a game like that? It's been quite a while. It's been quite a while. I'm going to spend more time digging into this game. We'll hit it again on Tuesday. But I do want to say this. You can't, and Bill Cowher used to say this, you can't get too high with the highs, too high with the wins. You can't get too low with the lows, too low with the losses. You have to look at each game within the context itself. You can't look at this game as being an indicator that they're done. They're not going to win another game this year because that would just be foolish. Because I would not be shocked whatsoever if this Steelers team comes out on Sunday and puts a thumping on Baltimore with as sloppy as Baltimore has played. It would not be surprising whatsoever. So don't just give up on this team yet. It's super young. And again, I'm not, I don't have any pipe dreams of them winning the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that, but there's a lot of pride in that locker room. There's a lot of pride in that organization. There's a lot of pride in that coaching staff. They're not just going to fold and tank and go. 0 for 6, though I see some people calling for that on social media to get a good draft spot. That's not how it works. You continue continue to fight. You continue to battle. You don't just quit after you get shellacked. And I wouldn't want him to do that. But we are seeing that certain positions, such as quarterback, that it's time for a change. We are seeing that such positions like offensive line, there need to be some adjustments made. There needs to be a stud interior lineman added next year. So they have a lot of needs. But let's watch this season play out before we draw any hard and fast conclusions. And studians with that, that is the end, the conclusion of episode number 164. Appreciate you joining me here today. Very grateful for that, even following a loss. Remember, we still have the privilege of being able to watch Pittsburgh Steelers football. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all of you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Be sure to check out the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wetzel tomorrow. 
We will be recording at 5 a.m. That'll be up between 6 and 6.15 a.m. And remember, yes, even after a loss, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everybody. Make it a great day.